Welcome to Coaching and Cocktails, the podcast. All right, we are live. Hey, Brandy. Hey, Tina. So right off the top, welcome to Coaching and Cocktails. Welcome back. Where are we on? Four? Episode well, four? Well, this is our second mini bonus episode. We'll call them bony, bony episodes. <laughs> bonus notes? <laughs> bony notes. <laughs> I don't know. Bonus slash mini episodes. <laughs> Jesus, I have been talking since 10 o'clock this morning. Oh my um, God. Bonus. You have been talking to me since 10 o'clock this morning. So I didn't start talking to you until 11 because okay. I had another flight at 10. But I've been talking to you since 11 <laughs> and clients since 11. And it is now something like three o'clock in the afternoon. But um, no, bonus slash mini episodes that we are calling What the Sodes. What the This so- is our second What the Sodes. Yes. So So what um, the fuck are we talking about today? For sure. So the whole idea with our what the sodes is that we would just do quick little topics uh, of questions that we have been receiving or maybe questions we're asking ourselves, like what the hell's happening here. But today, the today the the question is what's the deal with alcohol? Blame it on the alcohol. Why are we having, so, so just so you guys know, we decided that it would be fun if every other time we do one of these bony sodes, <laughs> these what the sodes mini episodes, um, we would take turns surprising the, the other with um, the topic. So that's Brandy and I'm Tina, because I'm not sure we actually did that, but oh, Brandy, Brandy wants to talk about alcohol. So what do you want to talk about? Well, and I also just realized that right before we came on, you said, Make sure that you explain that you're surprising me. And I said, oh, okay, got it. <laughs> and surprise, there we went. And that's the first thing I forgot to say. Okay. So the question I get a lot from people, both clients and just people in life, is <clears throat> what's the deal with alcohol? How does it fit into overall nutrition and training and a healthy lifestyle? And I find it to be a really tricky question. Um, And a difficult one for me personally to answer because it's no secret that I was a pretty heavy drinker for a whole lot of years. Um, You know. Me too. Yeah. A problem drinker, I suppose. I still function just fine. But, you know, I definitely drank excessively on a daily basis from about 21 to about 34. Yesterday. To um, tonight. Last night. Um, I shouldn't laugh because listen, like right off the top on this, substance abuse is a problem and we both have it in both of our families. We have both probably dabbled in it. Um, if any, if anybody out there thinks you might have a problem, go get help. And that is the first and foremost, we have had clients who've had substance problems. It's okay to have a problem. It's just not okay to not get help. Right. Absolutely. And, And so when we talk about uh, some of the drinking, we are not talking about a clinical level of a problem. So we're not making fun of substance problems in any way, shape or form. But we are, we, I get a lot of questions from people who like to drink on the regular and want to try to get me to tell them it is somehow going to work in their training and nutrition plans. And I'll be open that I have a pretty hard line on it. 
alcohol is not good for you. End of conversation. Alcohol is a poison. And it just is. And that sucks. Um, So really that's, that's the bottom line. If you want to 100% be super healthy, you cannot drink alcohol. Now, nobody wants to do that. So there's a lot of science behind, and I don't think we need to get into that. If you want the science on how your body processes alcohol and why it really is a problem, for sure go listen to that. Um, anecdotally. Well, I would say in very short terms, the, yes. way, the reason, so besides calories and alcohol, right? So calories aside, you can fit it in your macros all day long. Calories aside, right? Because your body has to rid alcohol from itself immediately because it's a poison. It becomes the priority over any other nutrient. Um, so it has to you know, process it in the liver first and get it out of your body before it can process any other nutrients. So you do technically end up in a much easier mode of fat storage when the alcohol is present in your body because usually when we're drinking, we're also eating unless you're just an alcoholic who doesn't eat. But we talked about that in our diet episode that people were <laughs> drinking and doing cigarettes. Um, but most of us, you know, reduces inhibitions and we eat more. And so um, the food cannot be processed while the alcohol is being processed specifically. And hence things tend to get stored more easily as fat. That is the very super layman's terms. That's as sciencey as I'm going to get. So that's problem A, right? Yes, you were making yourself fat. Problem B with alcohol is if you are habitually drinking or even over drinking once or twice a week, you're waking up the next day feeling like garbage. Yep. When you feel like garbage, you are not going to train effectively. At a minimum, you're not going to train effectively. Usually what's going to happen is you're not going to train at all. And then you're also going to convince yourself to do other bad behaviors because you're in a recovery mode. So I drank too much last night. I had a training session planned for today. I feel like shit. I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to lay on the couch and fuck it. I don't care. I'm eating McDonald's. And it just becomes a whole daisy chain of bad decision making. Mm -hmm. If you do that two or three days a week, you can see where that is actually your lifestyle. Right. So that's my my major problem with routine drinking. Routine Routine. drinking. Yes. I have no problem with what I call special occasion drinking. If you are on you go on a vacation, you're at a wedding, you're at a special event. Have, every day of my life is a special occasion. <laughs> what if you're one big because walking I special occasion? I truly believe that life is a blessing and every day is a special occasion. So I want to have a glass of wine every day. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and you can do that. <laughs> I mean, you, you can do that. And I think a lot of people think like that, honestly. Yeah. I mean, there, there's nothing that like makes me cringe more than these mommy posts on Facebook of, I need, mm-hmm. I need a glass of wine. It's, you know, mommy juice. There's nothing that makes me cringe more than that. No, because that's, um, that's becoming that mommy wine culture, right? That- I just, I hate that. I hate that for so many reasons. Um, but I, I don't have, I don't know how you feel about it with your clients. I don't have a problem with my clients having special occasion drinks here and there. Yep. I do not condone weekly drinking. I don't condone binge drinking on the weekends. I don't condone a nightly glass of wine. Nope. Just be, it just isn't going to, or yeah, a nightly bottle of wine. Which by the way, so, you know, 
Brandy already said that she was a heavy drinker. We were heavy drinkers together and then we were heavy drinkers apart. And, mm -hmm. you know, and so we've, um, and there's lots of alcoholism runs, not only rampant, but very, very close in my bloodline. I have a very addictive, I will admit that I have been very close to addiction. I have craved alcohol and, you know, on a daily basis, I know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also know what it feels like to be an athlete and to want to perform my best. Um, so I, I know what it feels like to not feel like shit because I'm drinking all of the time. Um, so I look, I, I will readily admit that even though, you know, I, I do like to have a drink or two a week and it, sometimes it might be a little bit more than that when I go on vacation. I do. I'm a drinker. I like, I like to drink when I'm on vacation or these special occasion kind of, kind of things. But on the, on a regular basis, I might have a drink or two per week on the weekend because it's something that my husband and I like to do together. Um, it's a choice that I make knowing that I'm, um, I'm going to feel like hell the next day. Um, as far as my clients go, but also realizing that my goals, my athletic goals, are not my client's athletic goals. So if my client is trying to get on stage, um, uh, you know, if I have a client that's 30 weeks out or in their off season and they wanna have the occasional drink on the weekend or at a part, whatever, absolutely, it's fine. Fit it in your macros and stay, you know, stay on, on, on your plan, but nothing regular. No, nothing like everyday daily kind of thing. Um, if I have a client that's, in full blown contest prep, uh, no, I tell them it really doesn't have a place, right? Like I've had, I've had the occasional client that has like a special occasion that happens like right smack in the middle of prep and, and we can plan for that one glass of wine because it somehow, in, you know, it enhances the experience and that's fine, but that's not everybody. It's very client dependent. Um, but I make sure that my clients understand that if you want optimal results, you don't drink, mm -hmm. period, right? Yep. So I educate them. So it's my job not to tell them to do or not to do. You have to make the decision on your own if this is what you, you know, what to do, right? So I always give my clients the, here's, here's what's optimal. If you choose to drink, then here's what's going to probably happen, right? Or, you know, so it's your choice. I'm not here to dictate. I'm not going to tell somebody how to live their life. Um, but I'm going to tell you, if your goal is X, you need to do, you know, if your goal is C, you need to do A and B, um, or you're not going to get there, or you're going to get there slower, or your results are going to be hindered. So it's up to you how quickly you want to get to those goals, how efficiently you want to get to those goals, right? So the fact that I have a drink or two on the weekends, I am not training for an event. I am not training to be an athlete. I am not competing. I am simply, you know, being a fit average person who this is, this is my lifestyle, right? And that's okay for me. Um, it's not okay for somebody with a different goal if they want to get there optimally. And that, that's, that's really my take on it. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. And um, a lot of people listening to this are probably going to be like, wow, that super sucks because I think it is such a mommy culture uh, that people drink nightly, uh, not only at our age, at our place in life, but then obviously we have younger clients that 
going out and doing their thing. And that's the flip side of the coin, right? If 15 years ago you had told me, which people did, that I had to quit drinking in order to compete effectively, I couldn't have done it. And I didn't do it. I mean, I can't tell you how many competitions I started prepping for and dropped out because I wanted to drink and party. Right. And that was I my never decision. Drank when I was competing, mm-hmm. From, you know, when I was in contest prep, but I also did some of the the dumbest, most harshest bro pep preps you would ever imagine. So not only did I not have alcohol, but I also didn't have carbs and I did cardio 500 hours a week. But, you know, it, but no, I never, I never drank during prep. Right. Yeah. And I mean, there's just, again, kind of on their theme of, you know, people asking us a question, trying to get the answer they want. The reality is on alcohol, there's really no place in it to get optimal results, be it if you want to be optimal, if you want to be a competitor or you just want to be a healthy person, you just have to cool it. And unfortunately we have no wiggle room around that. Right. If you want optimal results, you just don't drink. That's optimal, right? Mm -hmm. If you're okay with average results, if you're okay with where you are maintaining who you are, what you are, whatever your athletic endeavor is, it's, it's okay to have an occasional drink. It's not okay to do it every day in any situation. It's not okay to, you know, to binge drink. It's not okay, you know, to get blackout drunk or, you know, any of those things ever. Um, You know, but it, you have to really look at your situation. You have to understand what it is you're trying to accomplish. Um, You also have to understand your triggers, right? So if alcohol is a trigger for the, for you to then go eat McDonald's or be hung over the next day or eat an entire bag of chips, you know, because you're now drunk and you need the fatty, salty shit in your system, then you better not drink because you're surely going to, even if you fit that glass of wine or, you know, five glasses of wine into your macros, uh, that bag of chips and McDonald's and everything else certainly isn't going to fit. So you have to understand if, if that's a trigger for you, then you need to knock it the fuck off. And, and sometimes you can find yourself drunk eating chicken wings, throwing bones off the deck in St. Pete. <laughs> I, I do not know of what you speak. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're inferring something, but all I know is that there were chicken wing bones on the beach the next day and I didn't understand why and you had to remind me right I got into the roasted the roaster chicken hey in my defense (laughs) I'm not sure I have one but in my defense because I'm gonna have a good excuse here I think it was really smart of us to have food in our hotel room because like we talked about preparing in the last podcast in our or I'm sorry in our first podcast about you know not losing your shit when you're traveling and eating we were super smart and we had food we we had roaster chickens and we had fruit and all of that so it was good that when I came back after having had a few too many drinks that I had the chicken to eat yes absolutely right and I was feeding the birds yeah um, do birds eat bird bones? Because that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen some birds scavenging on some carcasses of some other birds. Oh my god! What bird doesn't like a fucking uh, chicken? I don't know. What you're talking about. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna have to fact check that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fact check that bitch. But 
again, we thought I thought this would be a good wet episode because one, I'm going to Vegas again, and it's probably a good reminder because I will certainly have a couple drinks there and then feel like garbage for like six months. And also holidays coming up and all of that, the questions are going to start rolling in. And it's just good to get the info out there that like, listen, guys, there's no, there's no easy way around it. You just have to make good decisions or you have to understand the consequences. And that's kind of the bottom line to life. Yep. That's it. And what's your goal? And Mm -hmm. what is, you know, so again, what's optimal for what you're trying to do in your life, not what I'm trying to do in my life or what Brandy's trying to do in her life. You know, if your goal is to compete and you're working with us on this, that, and the other thing, then, you know, again, not optimal, but it's up to you how quickly you reach your goals, right? It's not, and it's your decision, ultimately, what you put into your body. Because remember, your body is not holding a gun to your head because you have a craving for this, that, and the other thing. You are the one in control of your shit to stop blaming everything else around you. Yes, 100 Your friends are not making you drink. Your friends, just because they are drinking around you, are not making you drink. You are making the decision to mm-hmm. drink because yes. your friends are pressuring you, and that is still your decision no matter what. Yep. And if you feel like you don't have control over that decision, that's a separate problem. And, and you, you also need different friends. Yeah, and you might need help, and that's okay, too. Yep. But, okay. All right. So that's cool. So, um, you know, don't get weird. Yeah. Oh, I forgot my line. (laughs) You're supposed to say. Use your head. It'll be okay. (laughs) Well, I think we have to practice this. Talk to everybody next time. Are you ready? Let's do it again. Okay. Ready. Don't get weird. Use your head. It'll be okay. It really, really will. I promise. All right, guys. Have fun. (laughs) Stay sober. Bye. Bye.